Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Know the Faith, Defend the Faith. My name is William Hemsworth. It is great to be back with you for today's episode. Really pleased to welcome my guest back, Al, Al Smith. He's a husband, father, grandfather, a man of trade, and a business owner. And he has served the church for 15 years as a Catholic evangelist, radio host, writer, internet broadcaster, and retreat director. He's a gifted speaker giving presentations at seminaries, schools, parishes, and Catholic conferences. He's featured in Catholic media such as EWTN radio and TV. Radio Maria, the Catholic Channel, Relevant Radio, and Shalom TV. He is the founder and director of the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Mission Society of Canada and has served on the board, board of directors of the Archbishop Fulton John Sheen Foundation in Peoria, Illinois, which promotes the cause of Bishop Sheen's canonization process. I was also the founder and director of Bishop Sheen Today, which is a media group responsible for promoting and publishing the works of the venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen throughout the world. Al's award-winning website attracts millions of visitors each year, and the publishing arm of his apostolate distributes dozens of Sheen's titles to a worldwide audience. Al is a writer with Catholic Exchange Magazine and has produced three best-selling books distributed by Sophia Institute Press. Um, one is the Cries of the, the Cries of the Jesus from the Cross. Uh, Lord teaches to pray Archbishop Sheen's Book of Sacraments, which are all three Bishop Sheen anthologies. And many of these popular titles written by Archbishop Sheen can be found on Al's Amazon author, author page. So check that out in the description. Al, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Living, breathing, uh, just, of course, enjoying this uh, journey on this valley of tears here on earth. Um, you know, waiting to meet the Lord one day. But uh, I'm busy doing his work uh, here for him. And uh, this is part of his work, of course, uh, sharing uh, with your audience uh, some of the wit and wisdom of the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Yeah, thank you for coming on to, to go over all that. Last time we had you on, we discussed his influence. We discussed like how he was raised, the canonization process. And COVID had just started. So how, how, I guess, first and foremost, how are things for you in Canada where you're at? Is your ministry, are things starting to open up for you ministry-wise? Uh, we're just on the edge of opening up. I say the edge okay. or the verge in the, the sense that uh, when we think we're opening up, then they lock us down again. So uh. 
Um, I'm still like I live in the province of Ontario. Um, of course, Canada has these provinces, just as the United States has states, and each province has its own set of rules. And uh, I've been, you know, in lockdown, it seems forever. Um, and the word is, is that, you know, they're now allowing some of the restaurants to open, uh, some of the uh, churches to open at a greater capacity. We, we were at 15% capacity, but this week, they just bumped that to 25%. Yeah. So, like I say, things are opening up, but we're still kind of living in this haze or this uh, a cloud of lockdown. So uh, we're not free at last yet. <laughs> we're not free. You know, it's uh, like I say, we, there's caution in the air. But during this whole time, you've been very busy promoting Bishop Sheen's work. Can you give us some, uh, what have you been doing over this time? All right. Yeah. Oh, well, everything, what they they call it pivoted or everything shifted to yeah. what we call the online uh, platform. So uh, where I was giving, you know, uh, I would be speaking at a conference or, uh, you know, an event, you know, once or twice a month. Uh, we call it the speaker circuit, you know, just going from, you know, uh, venue to venue. Um that all evaporated and all of us went on to these online conferences. And so I probably have appeared on a dozen online conferences, uh, some small, some large, but I uh, just basically kept giving presentations about Bishop Sheen's writings to a virtual audience, an online audience. And so uh, I kept busy sharing the wit and wisdom of Archbishop Sheen, but it was all through Zoom calls. It was all through pre-recorded messages. And so, uh, you know, my, my zeal is to share his, you know, Sheen's writings. And so my work didn't stop. Yes, I love, you know, live and interactive. I love that stuff. I love being with people. But you know what? The message was the important part. The idea of trying to save souls, trying to get people to draw themselves closer to Christ. And Fulton Sheen was great at doing that. So um, I just stayed busy, uh, you know, answering every request I could uh, to speak online. But in the meantime, I thought, you know what? People are stuck at home. They probably have time to read books again uh, because, you know, they're maybe a little bit sick of the screen. Um, we all got caught what we call zoomed out. <laughs> um, I got zoomed out. I, I saw too much, um, you know, computer screen. And I started to pull back to the classics. I started to uh, read some of these books that I have behind me. And so I figured if I'm doing that, if I'm reading books, maybe there's an interest in the general public to start reading again. So I said, you know what? I need to put my energies into uh, putting out some books. And uh, I found of Sheen's 66 books that he penned, Many of them were sitting and had not been republished in 70, 80 years. Mm. And so I took, um, you know, uh, time to just kind of pull these manuscripts together. And, uh, you know, just I thought I'll re-release them. I, many of these books are what we call public domain books. Um, okay. You know, I think writers copyright their work and uh, sometimes the copyrights can expire. And in the case of Fulton Sheen, uh, of his 66 books, there's about 20 of them that are what I call public domain books, that are books that um, anyone could republish if they wanted to. Uh, the other 40 books, you would have to ask permission uh, from the estate of Fulton Sheen. Uh, 
And you'll see in many of his books, people will say, uh, this book published courtesy of uh, the estate of Fulton Sheen in uh, New York City. And so uh, I've actually written to use um, some of his copyrighted text and uh, they granted me permission. But uh, in other cases, it was just a matter of, I knew the book was public domain and so I could republish it and share it with the world. So, um, so that's what I did. And uh, over the course of these you know, 12, 14, 16 months, depending on where you live in the world, um, I was able to republish uh, 12 of his classic books uh, through our Bishop Sheen Today publishing uh, arm. You know, it's kind of the website that I have, bishopsheentoday.com, uh, has, you know, a kind of a media arm to it where we do his, uh, show his videos, we share his audio recordings, but now we want it to have, you know, 40 of his books available for purchase through the website. So uh, we, we released 12 of his uh, classic titles. Um, and uh, again, some of them haven't been seen in 70 and 80 years. So uh, that's what I did <laughs> during the lockdown. And so now that I've uh, starting to uh, reappear, uh, I'll be able to uh, share a number of these writings at events too. Uh, but people, even if they don't go to uh, events, because a lot of people still are a little bit nervous about sure. going to large uh, you know, at gatherings, they could still go online and find these books and order them and uh, enjoy them uh, in the privacy of their home. So uh, God has been good to me. So what was the process like going through all these works? I'm assuming a lot of them were early on in his career, so to speak, but what was that process like for you diving into these works to re-release them? How did that help you from a spiritual perspective? All right. Well, in 2009, I started to, you know, read Bishop Sheen's writings, and uh, they can be addictive in nature somewhat. And uh, all of a sudden, I found that I had read 24 of his books uh, within like at least a year or, or less, you know, it just one after another, just saying, oh, I love this. I love how he presents. I love how he tends to souls. It's, um, you know, and this is why I think he has, you know, um, hundreds of thousands of souls to his record in that he was able to convince people that uh, the truths of the Catholic faith and having a relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, be it a personal relationship, uh, was important. And uh, he convinced many people to uh, come and uh, spend time with the Lord. And so, um, you know, again, I just kept reading and reading and I started to uh, figure out uh, Sheen's style and his methodology. Uh, I say this all the time. He was a really good parish priest that had prepared homilies for years and years and years. Like he, he had a game plan. And if you follow Fulton Sheen enough, you'll realize the game plan he has. And that was, of course, to, um, uh, inter to introduce us to the greatest love story ever told, <laughs> you know, that God became man. And he died on the cross for us so that we could come and be with him forever in heaven. But um, again, the research led me to believe that, okay, Fulton Sheen has this um, master class, I want to call it, that he wants to share with the world. And I thought, okay, um, there's definitely some themes to his 66 books. He loves to talk about the cross. He loves to talk about prayer. He loves to talk about the sacraments. And he loves, loves to talk about God's love. And so I started to realize oh, if you put together four or five of these books, they make a great collection or anthology. And that's what I've done with uh, the help of Sophia Institute Press, 
in that uh, they've published three of my um, group writings or these uh, these anthologies, right. and uh, we actually have two more in the works that oh, will wow. be really published <laughs> in the future. So uh, I'll have five anthologies, um, you know, uh, within you know over the next twelve months. There'll be five, you know, uh, and these are beautiful people. Are thrifty. I like to say thrifties. They don't want to maybe buy seven individual books at nine ninety nine each. They'd love to get one book that contains all seven for eighteen ninety five. So um, you know, so we we've kind of I've kind of appealed to people who want individual books and those who want, like I say, um, the best of series. Um, and we've done that. But uh, again, the research I had to do was first of all, you had to find the the. The books themselves, you know, yes. uh, first of all, a lot of these books you can't find. Okay. So, you know, you try to find, for example, uh, the book, um, you know, the seven words to the cross, uh, very rare, very hard to find. Uh, but again, if you, if you search, you will find. And so you have to find the original book so that you can at least then either photocopy it, scan it, and uh, get get that so to you need to get it to a word document so that you can then you know submit it to publishers and and do something with it on your computer so uh that's part of the 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 search is finding the original text you know and uh that took me a while but i did i pretty well if you behind me is all 66 of his books and copies of his radio transcripts and his uh his uh, television transcripts, but I have a pretty decent Sheen library. So you get the original stuff first, and then you have to format it all and uh, turn it into, you know, Microsoft Word. And, uh, you know, there's so many different things. Right. And that takes time. <laughs> that takes time. Without. But, you know, I tell you, if, if remember those days when you were a student and you had to read and scan and study and go with your finger and go through the things? That was my way of getting to really know the work and, um, you know, that I know the books really, really well because I've had them up in front of me for uh, months and months and months, just finding spelling errors, uh, just, you know, doing edits, um, changing the language a little bit, um, but not too much. And uh, I tell you, um, you start to wear glasses after a while because of the eye strain, but um, you know, that's what you have to do. It, it is, it's like a garden. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you have to tend to it. You have to, <laughs> it just doesn't happen. You know, it, you know, they could say it happens organically, but it just doesn't happen. You have to work at it. And, uh, and so that may, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, sure. William, but uh, that's kind of what, what's involved when people say, Oh, how did you re-release uh, the book, The Seven Virtues, from it's a 1940 book. It's a beautiful book where Sheen takes the seven last words and teaches us how to practice the seven virtues through uh, that. Uh, but uh, again, I had to find a copy of the book, uh, scan the book, uh, convert the scan into a Word document, then fix all the little errors and mistakes and uh, get it ready to be published. So, um, you know, that's what I did. Yeah, so this so this was a big undertaking. It's not like you just found a Word doc somewhere, downloaded it, and put it in the Amazon KDP or anything. Like you went in, deep dived, and did a lot of all this stuff. So it's a lot of work. It is. It is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and 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 I I say to people, you know, you a lot of people just assume, 
oh, it's, it's Fulton Sheen, it must be public domain. Uh, but I, I will tell you that every picture of Fulton Sheen that's on the internet probably has an owner, someone owns the copyright of those pictures. Uh, every, um, you know, a document that is out there never assume that it's public domain. Uh, you know, some people actually uh, paid Fulton Sheen to come and give lectures. And so they own the copyrights of those recordings. And so uh, audio recordings can be copyrighted. So uh, I always just say, you know, do your homework. And so with everything that I've done, I've done my due diligence and tried to find the owner of either pictures or documents or recordings and then secure the rights. Um, you know, when I started my radio show back in 2012, and I, you know, heard on many radio stations, my weekly Your Life is Worth Living uh, podcast, uh, I had to find who owned the rights to those recordings and secure permission and credit those people properly. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's involved. <laughs> it's involved. So, um, and I get lots of people writing to me saying, you know, do you think I could republish this? Is it public domain? What do I have to do? So I coach people along too. And uh, like I say, I've done a lot of the legwork on this stuff. Okay. So you've, you've released uh, 12 of these. What has been the feedback so far on these works that you've uh, released back into the public? All right. Um, some of them have been just, just embraced in a beautiful way. Um, and other ones are still what people scratch their heads because the, maybe the title doesn't uh, grab them. Um, but like, for example, the ones that have really uh, done well is I re-released uh, Fulton Sheen's little book on the holy hour. And uh, again, it was just one of these things where people uh, love Eucharistic adoration. They love um, having what they call a companion book that they bring into the chapel with them. And uh, we got a beautiful picture of a monstrance uh, in, from Peoria. It's, uh, it's the Church of Peoria and a beautiful uh, backdrop there of uh, our Lord uh, crucified on the cross and the, and the monstrance, uh, a very regal looking book cover. And it has uh, flown off the shelves and uh, people have just uh, you know, endorsed it, embraced it and fallen in love with Sheen's writings on the holy hour because when you get to know Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, uh, for 62 years, he was faithful to making a holy hour. So uh, he's the master. <laughs> I want to say, I mean, the master is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But when it comes to someone who can instruct us on how to make a holy hour, you know, what to take into the holy hour with you, uh, Fulton Sheen uh, is a great coach. And so that book has, is my bestseller. It really is. Um, you know, and uh, another book that has done very well for me is this book called uh, Missions and the World Crisis. And it was a book in 1962 that Fulton Sheen penned. And it was a collection of his writings about missionaries that were out and about in the world and uh, kind of was giving people a snapshot of what missionaries go through. And I know even as a child, I was always impressed with missionaries. Uh, they would come to the church and do make an annual appeal. And they would talk about their missionary work in Africa, in the Philippines, uh, in these remote villages and places I, I just dream of. And you were just, you know, you just go, I want to be like him. I, I, want, I want to be the adventurer like those missionaries. 
And, you know, we were inspired by so many. I mean, I think of here in my country of Canada, where I reside, um, the North American martyrs, the Jesuit fathers that came to Canada and, of course, America and shared the faith. Um, well, I'm indebted to those men in that they brought the faith to my country. And so, um, you know, these missionaries. And so this book on the missions, and it's well titled Missions in the World Crisis, because you know, we're in a faith crisis, we need Jesus. Mm -hmm. And yet, um, you know, his writings on the missions has been very uh, near and dear to my heart. In fact, I use it as a bit of a playbook and uh, being missionary minded, waking up every day saying, yep, I want to go out into the mission field and try to save some souls and uh, including my own. My own. Sure. So that book's done very well for me. Um, other books, the classics like Victory Over Vice, The Cross and the Beatitudes, Calvary and the Mass, uh, they are always what I call um, every Catholic home should have those books. And, and people do. They, they're just great. Uh, Sheen's writings on the seven last words. So, um, but, you know, some of them are still, you know, like I say, not uh, being... Um, gobbled up if that's the right word and again they take time like the, the book for example the seven words to the cross um it's sheen's writings on this uh, seven group of people that kind of resist the lord um you know the the intelligentsia uh the know-it-alls <laughs> you know the uh, the thinkers the humanist uh, so you know it's kind of like when you say oh i've got a book on the humanist the intelligentsia and you know the sensationalist um you know it's not something that people go wow i want to uh, give me a copy today you know um <laughs> but yet yeah. there's going to be a point where people say you know i, I want to kind of how do i understand difficult people ah this is the book to try to help you to understand difficult people so um you know of fulton sheen's 66 books not every one of them has a, a title that grabs you you know um but you know when people ask and they start to discern i can always say oh yeah fulton sheen wrote a book on that topic or this topic or you know so um like i say i my mission was just to say if that book can save one soul then it was it was worth publishing it. So yes, it was a lot of work and people would say, oh, you've only sold two copies of that book. Uh, you must be, you know, kind of upset. I go, no, because maybe two souls got saved because of that book. And that was worth it. That was worth all that work that blood, sweat and tears, if that's what they say, um, to save a soul. Absolutely. That's a good yeah. price. That's a good exchange. And, and that's how I have to look at it is that, yes, you know, I've been spoiled in that, you know, some of my books have sold tens of thousands of copies. Um, yeah, that's that's the, the business you're in when you're when you you know an author and um, you know you put together these things. Um, you know, you can brag if you want to say you can say, oh yeah, that my first book's got twenty thousand copies. You know, but uh, yet the latest book that I put out has two copies. You know, <laughs> I've sold two two copies of that book, but yet the same formula applies. Is like. I hope it touches a soul that every book that I put out can touch a soul. And, and, and I won't get to know this until I meet the Lord as far as that. Right. sometimes I find out from people I'll say, Oh, that book you put out, it touched my life. Thank you for doing what you did. Um, I get some thanks, you know, here on this earth, but I guess I'm waiting for the delayed reaction <laughs> or maybe, or something. I, I want to hear those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. So sure. anyway, 
So what is it about Fulton Sheen's work that's so timeless that even applies today? Yeah. I know it's a loaded question. No, no, no. Because I mean, he, he gives us some answers. I mean, I I wake up every day and say, I I need to have some of my problems solved. I got problems. (laughs) I don't want to, I I like to say I'm perfect and I, life's good and all this stuff, but, but I do have problems and, you know, I have, you know, I like to say, uh, family issues. I have, um, you know, I, I still am working out my salvation and fear and trembling. And, uh, you know, I know it's important to try to become a saint. And, you know, Fulton Sheen provides remedies for many of these problems, um, you know, for people who have a sin problem and, and, and want to, you know, basically address it and say, I, I want to tackle this problem. I want to uh, tackle, you know, these vices that just control my life. And so, you know, Fulton Sheen's writings, the book Victory Over Vice, 1939, he penned that. Uh, it is a great little book that just helps people with their anger problem. Uh, he gets you to meditate on the words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Uh, you know, remember that uh, you don't know your neighbor as well as you think you know your neighbor. Uh, you're afraid to look into your own soul. That's why you spend so much time on your neighbor's soul because you don't want to spend the time doing the work yourself on your own soul. And, and that's what Fulton Sheen does. He gets people to look inside, look inside the soul. Um, you know, his 1949 book, Peace of Soul, uh, he really wanted to address that to say, you know, there's something more than just your bank account, your status. It's about your soul. And uh, this is what, uh, you know, I think Fulton Sheen provides, you know, like, the book Three to Get Married, uh, a great little book. And I've included that book in my newest anthology, uh, Sheen's book on the sacraments. We combined Sheen's Three to Get Married book with These Are the Sacraments and put them into an anthology. Because, I mean, the majority of us get married. And, you know, how many of us get a roadmap to a good and strong marriage? Um, yes, many of us go to a pre-marriage course. And, you know, we're only giving them half our attention. We're just kind of going through the motions. But how many of us really have a field manual to go to, to, to guide us? Well, Fulton Sheen did that. He gave us a book on marriage. Uh, he gave us a book on sacraments. I mean, the books, these are the sacraments. You want to know about baptism, confirmation, last rites. He's got it all there. So, um, this is the whole thing. He provides us the answers. I mean, he's a catechist. He, uh, he did all these convert classes, you know, week in and week out. He, you know, he was about teaching the faith. He was a bishop and it was his mandate to, and his mission to, to share the faith. And, you know, Fulton Sheen said, my greatest joy is the propagation of the faith, making sure that the faith is spread far and wide. Uh, go and preach to all nations so and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So um, that's what Fulton Sheen's writings do. Uh, they are playbooks. They are instruction manuals. They are uh, help guides. I mean, you want self-help, <laughs> you know, read, read <laughs> Fulton Sheen. Right. So, Al, what's the, any update on his canonization process? Yeah, I, I say, you know, things are looking good and that um, a lot of people were led to believe that everything was canceled, like that they ripped up all the papers and said, no, this, this, this is done. It's over. Um, I, I remind people that 
the Vatican postponed the beatification mass. And that's all they did is they just said, let's postpone this until, you know, all the uh, checks and double checks are done. Um, there was just some issues saying, well, we're not so sure about some time in Rochester and possibly in New York. Let's just double check our files and make sure that, uh, you know, everything is just um, squeaky clean. Um, and I think that's what they like with saints is they like to, um, you know, package together this, you know, perfect person. And, and Fulton Sheen wasn't a perfect person. I mean, he, he was a sinner and in his autobiography, he mentioned a number of his sins saying, you know, I, I suffered from sometimes wanting to be pampered or have the best, you know, he, a bit of vanity, I guess is the word. And, um, you know, so he, he admitted he was a sinner and we all know that we're all sinners, mm -hmm. but yet, uh, again, this, uh, concern that some bishops raised, um, you know, the Vatican took it seriously and said, okay, let's just postpone this. So it's not canceled, it's postponed. And we like to say that these things are, have been cleared up and it's all a matter now of waiting for a date to be given to us uh, to uh, do this beautiful celebration once again. Uh, and I say once again, but uh, to, to do it this time. And, you know, there's been, you know, people's commentary saying, oh, you should do it like at Soldier Field or, you know, you got to get the stadium. You need to put 200,000 people into a, you know, like it's because it, it's, there are so many people that love Fulton Sheen. And I think there were some that said, wow, you're going to have the beatification mass in a small cathedral that sits only a thousand people. And, you know, the, our intention was to beam it out all over the world through the media and television and everyone could enjoy it. Um, yes, uh, people like big venues and the spectacle of a big event, but still at the end of the day, it's about, again, declaring him blessed and uh, the church, of course, doing that uh, with the ritual that's involved and that there's a process. Uh, but still, I say to people, the beatification will happen. It's just, like I say, we're waiting for that date. And, and we're in constant contact with the Vatican, just asking them to say, do you have a date? Because they have to send their delegation over. Um, you know, the cardinals that are involved with the cause of the saints, they have busy schedules. So schedules have to be uh, coordinated. So it's not just say, you know, what do you got in your calendar next Tuesday? Okay, let's do that. Right. No, um, it's, it's, it's very, um, they say the Vatican moves slow, the church moves slow. Yeah. It's slow, <laughs> but it's uh, it's going to happen. So uh, I, I'd like to be, hey, be, let's be positive. Sure, absolutely. Rest assured it'll happen. I have no doubt yeah. in my mind. Yeah. So what's next for your apostolate? What, are, what other work are you all up to? Okay, well, I've got another 12 books to re-release um, that, um, you know, uh, they're, they're ready to go. Um, now, again, I'm just dotting the I's and crossing the T's. I, I want to make 100% sure that, you know, this book is, uh, I have the permission for this book, I, that that book's public domain. Uh, but I'm going to release what I call a Lenten series for 2022. And it's going to be seven books uh, on the seven last words. So I want to, um, you know, put a book on uh, a meditations on I thirst. And so put a whole bunch of meditations that Fulton Sheen has given on the words I thirst, so that people could spend time just kind of saying, hey, I want to, Mother Teresa used the words I thirst and uh, used it very well in her apostolate. Well, Fulton Sheen wrote a great deal on I thirst. And he also wrote a great deal on Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And 
uh, all of his writings on the good thief and those beautiful words, this day you'll be with me in paradise. So I want to kind of have like a box set where there's seven different books on the seven last words. And so people can take that and meditate a little bit here and a little bit there. So uh, that's in the works. So the, uh, you know, the Lenten uh, book series uh, is going to happen. Uh, then we have another um, seven books that um, uh, we've got ready to release. And, um, you know, uh, especially I think we, you, uh, um, I like to say that the Americans just celebrated that beautiful Fourth uh, of July, the mm -hmm. uh, your uh, what do they call it? Uh, Independence Day. Independence yeah. Day. Yes, got to get it going. Um, here in Canada, we just had our uh, Canada Day celebrations on July the first, and the Americans. Then you have your um, Independence Day on July the fourth. So kind of in the same time frame. But uh, I want to re-release Sheen's writings from the War Years. Um, he wrote a, a book called. Um, um, a declaration of dependence. So instead of a declaration of independence, it's the declaration of dependence. We need to depend on God. And that's what the founding fathers were really stressing uh, in that declaration was uh, we need to be under God, you know, mm -hmm. and we need God. And so Sheen, of course, penned this beautiful book on our need of God. So there's that book. There's his books um, on... Um, you know, uh, on war, his books on peace, his books on, um, you know, it, there's there's a whole bunch of his writings there. And I want to put it together in an anthology, of course, and call the anthology War and Peace. And, um, and the reason why I want to call it War and Peace is that there was that great big volume uh, mm -hmm. years ago called War and Peace. But Fulton Sheen's name in Gaelic, when you translate his name from uh, Fulton Sheen to Gaelic, uh, Fulton means war, and Sheen means peace. Oh wow! So, so his his name means war and peace, and he wrote uh, a great deal about war and peace. And so I thought it would be appropriate to put together five or six of his books into an anthology, and uh, call it War and Peace, uh, an anthology by Fulton Sheen. So, um, you know his, and and this is what people are saying. You know his writings from the forties in the war years. A lot of people are quoting them today because we're we're kind of, we are at war like we really are like even right. though there may not be a war with guns and missiles um, here on our native soil, uh, it's a spiritual warfare. We're we're fighting against communism. We're fighting against other isms, uh, you know, and, um, and and even just the spirit of relativism. You know, your your way is my way. Like, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not good. It's not good. So um, we need some spiritual warfare books. And um, Fulton Sheen wrote a great deal about warfare and uh, how to achieve peace. And so I'm really wanting to re-release those. And I'm just waiting for some, um, you know, like I say, some uh, uh, confirmation from uh, the copyright offices and different parties and stuff like that. So uh, they're ready to go. I just need that, uh, you know, the light to turn green and then we'll re-release them. So uh, hopefully by the end of the year, uh, we'll have another, you know, dozen books, uh, you know, uh, ready to go and on the marketplace. And so um, that's what we, we'd like to do. And, um, you know, I just want to even say to people that there's books that you can purchase, um, you know, outside of my apostolate uh, that I, I recommend everyone have, you know, Sheen's classic uh, Life of Christ. Yes. Uh, just, 
every home should have life of Christ, Catholic and Protestant. <laughs> like, it's just, um, it's yeah. his Lectio Divina of sacred scripture on Christ. So uh, just a beautiful book, beautiful book. Uh, his book, uh, of course, uh, The World's First Love. Um, you know, everyone needs to have a great understanding of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And uh, that that's so important. Um, I recommend the book, The Priest is Not His Own, um, to everyone, even though he penned it uh, as a help guide to priest. Um, you know, we're all called to be priest, prophet, and king through our baptism. And, you know, when I speak at men's conferences, uh, I give a talk called Priest, Prophet, and King. Where do I begin? Because a lot of guys are just kind of saying, like, I know I should be this father, this priest, prophet, and king. Like, I, I, I kind of heard that somewhere in catechism class or whatever. And I know my good wife reminds me every day saying, hey, listen, priest, prophet, and king, are you going to lead the kids in prayer? Are you going to, you know, are you going to take us to church? Like, what's, you know, so my good wife calls me out all the time. But this idea of becoming the priest, prophet, and king God called us to be, um, that book, The Priest is Not His Own, is the field manual. It talks about the priest in prayer, you know, the priest sacrificing his life for uh, his family, you know, and, and it's like, so everything contained in The Priest is Not His Own is something that every father should read and that we should become more priestly in how we conduct ourselves. Um, I love it when people come up to me and say, are you a priest? <laughs> and, you know, I don't know what it is. It, I, I can't say it's a halo. I mean, um, but people have come up to me and said, are you a priest? And, and I, I answer and say, yeah, I am. I'm a, I am a priest through my baptism, priest, prophet, and king. But because I think, you know, Fulton Sheen's writings on thinking like a priest, acting like a priest, um, you know, have really benefited me in my life. And so I, I say to people, hey, don't be afraid to buy the book, The Priest is Not His Own, and read it, and you'll learn a great deal. So, um, you know, so so many of these, uh, Sheen's writings on happiness, um, you know, again, all of these writings on the seven last words, um, you know, I just try, I stress to people, you, you should have a good library of Fulton Sheen's writings in your own home, uh, for not only you to enjoy, but your children and possibly your children's children to enjoy. Sure. And Alan, can you give us your website again so people can go check it out? Oh yeah, uh, bishopsheentoday.com. So we, we, need, we need Bishop Sheen today. <laughs> we need him tomorrow, <laughs> you know, and of course we've enjoyed him for all these years, but uh, it's a very simple website to remember, bishopsheentoday.com. And uh, there you'll find, and I think we've uploaded 130 of his videos, uh, all the YouTube classics. Uh, we have 400 of his audio recordings that you can listen to for hours and hours. All of my radio podcasts, all of the shows I've done since 2012 are there on the, on the website. And of course, there's the book section now with the new releases and some of the classic old ones and you know, if you see a title you like, you just click on it. It'll take you to, um, you know, lots of choices. Uh, not everybody wants to shop at Amazon, but you can go to Barnes and Noble or, you know, a number of other uh, people, Apple and uh, all this stuff. So we have that all there. But again, bishopsheentoday.com is your one-stop hub for everything Fulton Sheen. And, you know, I'm thrifty, so there's lots of free stuff there. <laughs> and everybody loves free 
Right. And the website is a blessing. You guys will definitely enjoy it. So check it out. Like I said, all the videos and audio recordings of Bishop Sheen. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Al, I really thank you for coming on again, discussing the great work of Shelton, Fulton Sheen, what we can learn from him today. Um, God bless you and what you're doing. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this show, uh, you know, know the faith. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, if you want to know the faith, read Fulton Sheen, but thank you. And again, his great slogan, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. Uh, let us uh, go out there and try to save a few souls. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Alan. Thank Take you. Care. God bless you. This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.